Hey, welcome to 2020. It's a new year. It's a new decade. And we are finally back here in the clubhouse. That's right. It is the Club Cool Podcast. Back for the first Poddington of a new year. I am your host, Barrett Dudley. And joining me, as always, is the big jumpsuit, a.k.a. Phil Battaglia. What's up, Phil? Yo, happy hey, to be here. Yeah, that's... uh. That's like the uh, the big Aristotle, like uh-huh. Shaq, except yeah. for you're the big jumpsuit now. I'll take it. 2020, as you guys well know, we're making uh, we're making jumpsuits happen. Phil is a, is ahead of the curve here. He's 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 ahead of me. Speaking of jumpsuits, real quick, I'm just I'm jumping straight in. Man. We're just we're hitting an aside. We're just we're not we're not even through the intro yet, and I'm I am going off on a tangent. Have you seen that Al's Big Deal is supposedly releasing blue no. pretty soon? Yeah, I like the color of this. Mike, right here. It, it, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to wait for the blue, even though I'm worried. Uh, pretty much, you put a jumpsuit in any color. Oh man! And I'm getting connotations. Yeah. And so blue is giving me like cre- cleaning crew <laughs> connotations. <laughs> I always think like um, I'm gonna get mistaken for somebody that's like pumping gas or like changing oil. <laughs> yeah, with the with the with the beady brown. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got the, you have that that one's very worker, mm-hmm. you know. Could be a garage, could be a gas gas attendant, could yeah. be any any number of things. The blue feels uh, uh, very kind of cleaning crew, very uh, kind of scrub like, yeah. very sterile uh-huh. almost. The red obviously has cult connotations, and the uh, white makes you look like the uh, caddies at the Masters. Correct. Nonetheless, we're <laughs> pushing forward. <laughs> we're all getting in body bags this year, baby. It's happening. It is. Just you know, it's the first month. Don't worry. We're it's we've got uh we've got eleven and a half months to really really get flowing here on uh on the jumpsuit trend. It is a new year. It's a new decade. We're pushing new styles. We're gonna have new pop culture moments. What will this year bring for us? Who is to say? We may never know. Here's one thing that is not changing. That will stay the same. We're right here at the intersection of style and pop culture. And we're coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. Phil, uh, before we get into into any of the style and uh, pop culture that we have on the docket today, by the way, I'm just I'm super stoked to be back. It uh, you know we took a few weeks off here. We had nice holidays, mm-hmm. but I've I've had the I've had the itch to get back in the stew, and I just think today is going to be a great podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. I did. Did you see that I that I put some some cue, some some cues uh-huh. up on the gram? Are we going over that? No, we're not not today. Not okay. so much. But I got the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. So thank you to all of the cool kids out there and all of the listeners and everybody that had nice things to say about about Phil and about uh, what we're doing and me and what we're no, doing. No, about me. About mostly about you. All the negative stuff was about you. <laughs> had to have done. And about what we're that, honestly that I thought that there was going to be some. I was fully expecting some brutal feedback on stuff that you didn't like, and it was all <laughs> mostly just like we wish the podcast was would drop more often. You I want to read the negative feedback. I'll I'll show it to you. I'll let you see it. That's the stuff that really builds you up. You know. So, uh, but anyways, yes, thank you. Okay, now let's talk about something serious. Um, there's a lot of it. It's 2020, right? Big milk is decimating the grubworm population, Jeremy. It is. It's a big problem out there. No matter what milk you're drinking, it is most likely the devil. We already know that cow's milk is bad for you. It's bad for the environment. 
uh, big, big time agriculture, um, industrialized agriculture is a serious issue. Mm -hmm. It's part of, uh, climate change. It's contributing to it. It's unsustainable. And as such, a lot of us, myself included, added into their diets, to their rotation, alternative milks. My current go-to is a half almond milk, half coconut. It's a blend. Uh-huh. I love it. It's great for cereal. It's great for smoothies. Mm-hmm. I only I'm, I'm, I, I only buy regular milk for coffee Yeah. now. And by the way, I'm a whole milk boy. Yeah. It's a relatively recent change. Not not that recent, like two years. But if you think if I grew up with skim in the coffee? No, just skim milk. Uh-huh. Just skim milk at the house. Whole milk is a game changer. Yeah. It's delicious. It's like drinking it's ice like cream. Drinking ice cream. Yeah. It's really, really good. Anyways, so almond milk now is apparently equally as bad for the environment. It is not good. It is now killing bees. Mm, that's not good. And I don't know if you know this, Phil, but bees are like instrumental to the entire earth operation that we have going on here. It's true. Here on the planet. Uh-huh. They're very important. And the almond milk is is ruining them. Is It's killing bees by the millions because they're trying to keep up with all the almond farming, pollinating and stuff, and they're dying off because of it. Mm, that's not good, especially for your boy. I'm a big almond milk Are guy. you an almond milk guy? Every morning. That's that's your go-to, that's straight go-to. almond milk. And See, I thought I, is, I thought I knew this about you. Yeah, no sugar if you get the unsweetened almond right. milk. Yep, yep. I'm very particular about this. Has to be unsweetened. Yes, I go unsweetened as well. Un- so zero sugar. Yep. Um, goes in the Cheerios mm-hmm. every morning. I don't drink it by the glass, but you can run through some almond milk if you're, I mean, every morning. Right, right. And so this is terrible news. This is devastating yeah. for me. So, yeah. And it's, it's, see, I, I feel much better because you're, you're worse person than I am. Correct. Because you go full <laughs> almond milk and I only go half almond milk. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, those, the, the I, coconut I don't, farms. <laughs> I don't know yet what the coconuts are doing to They're the doing environment. Something. <laughs> That's yet to be seen. So <sighs> oat milk, it's yeah. very trendy right now. It's the new wave of alternative milks. Mm-hmm. Starbucks just recently added it to the menu, I believe. It's like it's like six bucks a carton. Yeah, I want to switch, but it has not gotten economical like the other like the other alternatives, like almond and coconut, have become. I have never had it I, because of its popularity. Because people talk about oat milk so often now, because it's so trendy. I have uh, purchased an oat milk latte from a coffee shop before. I enjoyed it. It was good. I it, I think I could switch to oat milk. Is it zero sugar? I'm not sure. That's the, the no, really the only no. thing I care about. You know what? It is not because I have looked at the I have looked at the back. I've done the ingredient uh-huh. comparison at the supermarket before because I was you know I I've been semi aware that almond milk they you know is persona non grata uh-huh. kind of currently. So I, I looked, and that's this is actually now that you say that it's one of the things where I was like, well, I don't, I don't know about this whole um, this oat milk thing yet because it has sugar again, yeah. And that's that's one of the things that you get that you cut out when you go to the almond compared to the regular is you 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 cut out like eight, ten, twelve grams of sugar from mm-hmm. per eight ounces, which is huge. I, I used to be on the Horizon game. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. the Horizon two percent? Yeah, was organic. This is before almond milk was even a thing. Right. And I thought I was doing really good. And yeah. then I realized the reason this tastes so damn good is because it's full of sugar. It's got a lot of sugar. Tons. Yeah. 
Is that added sugar, by the way? I don't think it is. That's I think it's just question. natural, naturally that is occurring. That's a great question. But it is still, yeah, it's sweet. Like we just talked about, the whole milk basically tastes like ice cream. So mm. I don't know. This is just something to think about. I'm sure before long, though, they're going to tell us that the oats yeah. are, you know, like killing puppies <laughs> by some byproduct of, uh, you know, they have to chaff. What do they call it? They chaff the oat, the wheat, the something. I don't know. I, they, I haven't been yeah, out to an oat farm in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something like something like that. Something's going to pop up in the news pretty soon. See, everything's bad. No, man. no milks are good for you. Is what we're what Listen, we're uh, circling in on. You here. have to just be okay with some. And now the the thing about this that really bugs me. Ooh, it's a good segue. It really bugs me about these bees going to these farms and dying. My wife, Ashley, second grade teacher, does mm-hmm. pollinator palooza every year for the, the class. Uh, and so she's always been, we've, we're always talking about these, what bees do. I mean, it just blows your fucking mind what these little insects are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So, a few facts. They've been producing honey the same way for 150 million years. That's interesting. They have the brain the size of a sesame seed, but can calculate the distance it takes and the effort they're going to have to exert to get to a particular spot to collect nectar. Okay. And then they'll make a decision. Wow. After they find, like, a really nice spot that has a a shit ton of nectar, and they're excited about it, when they get back to the hive, they do what's called a waggle dance. So they'll start, like, doing, like, these figure eights and moving around, moving their body a certain way in the hive— that communicates to the rest of the bees the direction in which they need to go fly to find the nectar. Is that not just incredible? Yeah, yeah. What do you think humans could achieve if we all just had very one-track minds? We were all just focused on That's one the, thing. Right, the only thing we care about. <laughs> I mean... What's uh, what's your Joe Rogan story? Oh, here? so the, Joe Rogan had on uh, Paul Stamets. I'm sure that's not how you say his last name. But he is, uh, this is Joe Rogan episode 1035. This was, Ashley found this from one of her parents, the kid's parents told her about it. And this dude is, uh, he was on there to talk about psilocybin mushrooms, but he's also an expert mm-hmm, in like mm-hmm. pollinators and such. But while they were talking about pollinators and bees, Joe Rogan was talking about when he was on Fear Factor, they had, uh, you know, they always did that challenge where they pour a bunch of bees on you. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So they were somewhere <laughs> somewhere with in an open air setting to where they were gonna they're about to do the bee challenge. And the beekeeper that came out to bring the bees for this is on set. Mm-hmm. And before they did the challenge, all the bees left, disappeared, gone. And he was like, What the fuck is happening? Like we can't we're we're about to have to shoot. And the beekeeper was like, Look, man, I don't know what to tell you. They they're up <laughs> Uh, above us right now, and there was a huge swarm of bees, and they had they had flown up to meet the colony that was native to that area that they were shooting uh-huh. to work out like if they could stay or not. <laughs> and once they decided, all right, you're cool, you can stay in this area, they came back down. As a meeting of the bees, yes. Is a, a uh, what, what do you call it? Is it you know? It's like when two. It's like when two, two rival gangs. Yeah, two rival gangs yeah. like meet up. They have to. They have to. You know. <laughs> Make some decisions rego- regarding territory. Yeah. Is that not crazy? They came back down. They shot the scene. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, you, it just blows my mind. I'm telling, I'm telling you, this all, this all. I, I think when the when the B stories first started coming out, people, I, I, people thought it was a joke. At least that's kind of the way that I was reading it. Because it sounds so far-fetched. Because it sounds so far-fetched and so silly. But you have, you like 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 this, for example, which which you added to our notes here, is that this per Vice, uh, according to Vice, if the bee population was wiped out, humans would have four years to live. Right. Like, so it all sounded like some big kind of hoax or parody, but it's not. And oh. bees are seriously maybe the most important creature on the planet. Correct, especially for the food supply. For the food, yeah, yeah. So it's really wild. Um, I, I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. You know, go back to the drawing board, do some math equations, and and figure out uh, how to get off almond milk. I guess. We, well, Phil. one thing we should do is we need to do our part and get a, a bee colony going in the studio. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, That's just have a just have do. a light hum going on in the background. <laughs> if you if you just start one day, you're just going to start hearing a, like a just a you know a shallow a din in the background, and that'll be that'll uh-huh. be the bee colony that, that we've got going on. Got going on. We'll get Ashley in here for uh, for yeah. Pollination Palooza <laughs> Club Cool Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do a live uh, a live pod at Pollinator Palooza next year. Well, one of our one one of the 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 pieces of feedback that we did get is just a request for more guests. So maybe we'll just That's I, a good I, idea. Fashion related I think is is best, but but second best might mm. be a bee expert. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this dude uh again, check out the Joe Rogan um episode 1035. Yeah. That's a good podcast, not quite up to the level of Club Cool, but okay. Joe okay. Rogan has a decent Guestless. Yeah, yeah, he does. He has some people on. He does. He's he uh he's able to pull some strings there. Mm-hmm. I hear that one gets a few listens as well. Yeah. Um, Phil, here's the thing: if you add that sugar back into your diet, you're gonna have to work out more. Mm-hmm. Working out is hard. It's always been hard. Even when it's easy, it's still pretty hard. And Bomba's socks can't change that. Here's what they can do: they can make it way more comfortable. And they can make it way more enjoyable for your feet. If your resolution is to get fit this year, here's how to start. Get socks that can keep up every step of the way. One of the greatest things about Bombas is the amount of choice that they have. Anything you could possibly want. I'm looking at their athletic socks right now. Everything perfectly equipped for your very specific need in the gym, whether you need an all-around performance sock, whether you like a calf length whether you like an ankle sock with a tab on it, maybe you need the grippy socks for bar or yoga or Pilates or something like that. They have those too. They got grippers. They got space dye. They got tie dye. They got performance ski and snowboard socks. We're going to have a little, we're, we're going to be, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I got ski stuff to tell you about, Phil. <laughs> I, Can't w- I, why didn't I have Bombas ski socks? I would have I been shredding even more gnar than I did in Bombas. You blew it. I did. Go to bombas.com slash cool that is b-o-m-b-a-s you are going to get 20 percent off your first purchase make it a big one get all the athletic socks you need for the year 2020 take advantage of that 20 percent. that is bombas.com slash cool go today they provide support in places you didn't even know you needed like your arches you know they got rid of the the toe seam that bothers everybody i know it does it just they're the number one most requested item in homeless shelters as well and bombas socks were created to change that for every pair you buy bombas donates a pair to someone in need it's a great company they're making a great product stick to your resolutions 
get Bombas socks. Bombas.com slash cool, 20% off of your first purchase. All right, Phil, um, we are back. Look, the rest of this podcast, we're just gonna we're just gonna you know regale each other with stories about about what we've been doing over the last three weeks. How does that sound? Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. you in a while. Okay, I know it's been uh, it's been it's been too long, old friend. Um, let's start. What uh, did Santa bring you? Anything <clears throat> lovely? Yeah, we got some stuff. Yeah. Um. So what do we? Oh, okay. Yeah, the Dyson. Now, if you don't have a Dyson vacuum, I s- highly suggest. You make the the investment. Yeah, we got the um, all this shit I asked for though. It's like there's no surprises anymore. I think we talked about. Yeah, that. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're just like except sending- for the record player. We got a record player. That was a total surprise. Santa really came through with a nice new record player. Ours that we had was trash. Mm-hmm. Dyson vacuum handheld edition. Oh, okay. And we, we don't have like any carpet, but mm-hmm. it's the, so we just need the little handheld to get you know nooks and crannies. Okay. And boy, does that thing suck. You can have it <laughs> totally vertical. And I mean, it's still going to pull everything. It's like... It sucks in a good way, yeah. is what you're saying over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of suction. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Dyson vacuum, highly recommend. That was that was a real highlight. I, I, I put on a Patreon editorial, patreon.com slash club cool, it's $2 a month, uh, a Dyson hairdryer. That we have in my household. Uh-huh. This thing is very expensive for a hairdryer. It also works very, very well. Of course it does. So Dyson is out there. You know, they're 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 paying buku bucks for for their research and development lab, and they're making great product. What else can we say? It's worth every penny. Dyson, get on the pod. That would be great. <laughs> if you're listening, Dyson, we'd love to have a, yeah. a plug. A, yeah, yeah. Get a uh, get a vacuum. I'll, I'll do a whole segment of vacuum. Vacuums aren't doing enough podcast sponsorships. Everybody they, knows I that. I agree. Yeah. Everybody needs one. Yeah. I will do a full segment on vacuums. Yeah. And we, you've you, already got the product. They don't even have to send you yeah, one. Yeah. That's what the people want to hear is me vacuuming. And then I'll describe how good it's working. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> In future podcasts, you're going to hear two buzzing sounds. One will be uh-huh. the bee colony. The other will be the Dyson vacuums. Yes. So we're just got, got running in the background. Yes. Okay. What else? What else you got? Um, got the record player. Dope. Um, got that, you know, set up. What what uh what records are you are you spinning right now? What what's your favorite spinning? What's your favorite record to spin right? Now? Um, War on Drugs is always good. Mm-hmm. We keep that spinning. Yeah, War on Drugs because it's gotta be you know you're not like we're not turning it up to eleven and right right you know so it's a good nice easy lesson. There have you heard this new song? I don't know how new it is. It's not that new. It's called The Box by Roddy Rich. No, it, it just a uh, uh, quick aside here. Hip hop is in a weird space right now because many of the most popular songs are becoming popular because they go viral in like little mini clips Mm. on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter. And this is one of them. And and it's, 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 it was memeable because in the background, the beat has this sound that sounds like a door creaking or a windshield Uh wiper going. Uh So it's just going, <laughs> the whole time and so like people ran wild with this but then the song it really really bangs and i, I don't know it's just th- this is like the second or third time that this has happened in like the last you know three months i think where yeah we're a we're a hip-hop song 
gets memed first mm-hmm. and then becomes a legitimate hit. So just I don't know something to something to work, to pay attention to. Are you putting? <laughs> that's not it. That's not the song. But you. But that's. But it's close. You could make a beat out of that. You should. You, I, seriously. I will. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're on drugs. Spinning on your new record player. Oh, you know what I caught? Um, pair of old Lou Casey's from Uncommon Objects, which is a thrift store here. Yeah. Hundred thirty-eight bucks. That's and they that, fit. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. For those uncommon objects, though, it's it's very eclectic, but it's a lot more. I I consider uncommon objects more for home goods. It, exactly. You know, they had it's these, antiques and trinkets and right. furniture. They had them sitting there in one of the little living room displays. Yeah. And I said, I immediately looked at them. I was like, "Those have to be an eight. They're an eight. What's the what's the uh, what's the leather? It's a suede. A suede. Yeah. Good good condition. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I spilled something on them at New Year's Eve. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. happens. It happens. Just some they, suede spray. Did you spray them down? No, no. They're they're just gonna have to. Well, they they sound like they're vintage. Yeah, they're just adding character. Yeah, they're they're great, dude. I'm very happy with that find. What jeans did you wear on top of these bad ah, boys? Glad you asked. Yeah, didn't wear jeans. Ah, Found a, okay, a pair okay. of slacks that fit perfectly. Nice. So nice. I've come to the conclusion because I tried on every pair of jeans that I have with these. <laughs> um. The the look that you know I think that that looks best is not like a flare down there, but a straight up just straight like de- and it and, and not a lot of um, break, not a lot of break, and also not a lot of bunching up down there. You know what I mean on top of the boot. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the break break right. Yeah, but like too much, like the John Elliott's that I have, stack too much stack. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, um, it worked out. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Uh, you mentioned uncommon objects. Your boy made first purchases very recently from Nanny Ness. Oh, nice. What'd you get? Which is a home goods and and uh, lifestyle furniture store that that you've suggested on the pod before. They also have an e-com site if you're out there listening. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'll talk about. I'll talk about what we got, and maybe I'll. I'll suggest a brand there. They carried a lot by a brand called Firm. Uh huh. F E R M. I got a little a, a a. It's a stand, a three pronged stand for a potter. Oh, nice. Yes. We're, we're get. I got a house plant. Beautiful. Went to Home Depot. The, the, the so that you got. I got the stand, and then they had on sale this like hand painted. It's like a turquoise teal potter. Uh huh. And, uh, and I just, I liked it. I was like, let's, let's get a plant. Yes. So then Home Depot got a low light Chinese evergreen. Sounds great. It's yeah. And low light. That's and good. low light. I, yeah. Well, you know, that's, yeah. that's what you need. And then, uh, also got a throw pillow there. Ah, at Nanny Ness. From yeah. firm. The throw pillow. I don't remember if it was firm or not. Might've been, but I can't remember. In that store. Great. Very cool store. I looked around for like the. Haven't you mentioned incense stuff there? Yeah, they don't have a great incense selection. They have good um, um, oils for diffusers. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was I had my eyes peeled for for incense stuff, but no, no. The incense now there. This is really terrible for people listening. This is just another Austin shop that they're not going to know what I'm talking about. That's okay. A lot of people travel to Austin. It just got. It was. It's. I think it's the most. Somebody sent me an article that it is the second biggest tourist destination in the country. Really? Well, right now. when you're here, go to a store on the east side called Take Heart. 
Huge incense selection. Great. Awesome. All right. They have sticks in there that'll burn for two and a half hours. One yeah. stick. That's, that's gotta love it. Now that is a stick of incense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I always say. I'm like, give me two and a half hours or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Maybe it burns for even more. I don't know. They've got a good selection. Um, yeah. So one of the, I, again, Christmas, I got some of the new Outdoor Voices Nimbus cotton. Is that the jumpsuit? That's it's the yeah it's the sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. It's the the it's their new line of all cotton sweats. Very good price point, f- comparatively to brands like John Elliott and Aimee Leondor, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's it, we're in that range there. It's like heavy cotton terry. Believe it's all made domestically, um, and it's in four new colors, mm-hmm. two of which are wearable: the milk. And the basalt, which is like they're white and they're black, and the other two are kind of crazy and loud and yeah. outdoor uh, and outdoor voicesy. Uh, good stuff, though. Very good stuff. Comfortable. Very very comfortable. The fit is nice. Goes all the way down to like an extra small to like two XL. Really? So uh, yeah. Is it unisex? Nope they they made guys and girls. Interesting. But I I mean so yes it is I guess. It's all, you know, they're, they're, it's all pretty gender neutral, yeah. but there is a girl's cut and a guy's cut. Okay. Yeah. But they have an extra small for- They do have an extra small okay. in the men. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Um, So that's 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 good stuff if you need sweatpants, new hoodie, something cool to uh, to, to be at the gym at. And, um, and Mr. Outdoor Voices himself. Yes. Mark Weistrack. Your boy. I see him at Equinox occasionally now. And he was there recently. He was he decked out full full white outdoor voices Nimbus cotton uh-huh. uh, sweatsuit. Yeah. So if you want the if you want his preferred look, that's you want the the yeah. milk colorway there. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, Christmas Christmas gift to myself. Again, I went skiing. Yeah. I had I had to re up on my ski gear. My ski gear was like fifteen. Maybe more years old. Did you replace everything? I replaced jacket, pants, and mid layer. Uh huh. Yeah. So I went all Patagonia. Uh-huh. Went for a for a Patagonia kit. Yeah. It all worked out wonderfully. Do they sell a kit or is it all separate? No, I mean it's all separate. But I just like I stuck with one brand. Yes. Yeah. And it was great. I know nothing about skiing or ski gear yeah i let me get some feedback from the cool kids out there you guys jump in the dms or or, or tweet at me or whatever i i kind of want to do a skiing pod i know the circling back boys are about to go on a ski trip are they thinking thinking i i don't know how much they've talked skiing and ski trip and obviously they'll do the recap of their trip on their podcast but overall broad skiing conversation might have to bring a couple of those guys in just mm-hmm talk about it because it's uh it's it's ski season baby and I, if you've been paying attention to the instagram at club cool pod i'm finding a lot of inspiration in uh ski towns and ski chalets yeah. and snow covered land rover defenders uh phil you have been doing a little bit of shopping at yes. a at a at a at a store that is more of a nationwide chain it's in several cities it's called ual or united apparel liquidators i believe is what that stands for i think so and it is a one-stop shop for discounted designer goods. They are a they are liquidators, so they are snatching up goods from smaller boutiques around the country. Is what I believe is happening here. Uh, sometimes bigger department stores as well, 
and then they disperse all of that product to their various stores. You've seen some wild stuff in there. You sent yeah. me a photo just recently of like a of a Greg Lauren button down piece for two hundred fifty bucks. You've talked about right, so, but that that's uh, still expensive, right? It's like a thousand dollars shirt. Mm-hmm. You saw some Rick Owens in there, studded leather jackets. I've seen all sorts of wild stuff, everything from Saint Laurent to uh, to Fear of God. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, Tell me about your UAL experience. It's been incredible. You're popping in. You're popping in frequently now. Yeah, yeah, I am. If I can get downtown and find, if I'm down there for any reason, I'm going to go. They get new new shipments every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. And my big epiphany there, though, and when I figured this out, I texted you immediately and said we have to talk about this. It is shocking. So to give you like a visual of this store. It is, they will go into any space that is a retail space that's been, you know, abandoned, whatever. This could have been like a hair salon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They don't do anything to the walls. They plop down a bunch of rounders on the floor. They have some really shitty displays. (laughs) And they just keep whatever, like, fixtures were there when they inherited the place, it seems like. And they will put... the highest of high-end designers on these rounders, and it changes everything. On like a shitty plastic hanger. The worst. Yeah. yeah. If you've been to a thrift shop or a vintage store where they just throw everything and cram it onto a, a rack, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. But it, it, what it does is it drops, it, it peels back all the bullshit. Um, f- for, for instance, if you walk into Barney's, and so when I was in UAL, there was this Rick Owens studded leather jacket. Original retail was like twenty eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It was on this rounder, had been tried on a million times. You could tell it was barely on the hanger, <laughs> and you pick it up. It's just another leather jacket. Yeah, it strips away all the 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 cachet. As if you were in Barney's, you wouldn't even consider touching that thing. Right, right, right. much less trying it on. Yeah, in this place, you can try on everything. Nobody even talks to you. You can go in the you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is so nice and. Now that jacket is still, I, I don't know what they had it marked at, mm-hmm. five hundred or under, right? But still, right. twenty five hundred or twenty six hundred retail. Yeah. But what it does is, it, you know, you walk into Barney's, they're going to have that beautiful leather jacket somewhere up where you're not going to even consider, you know, going to get a salesperson to try mm-hmm. it on. But what UAL does is they they just they put it on a rounder. There's no BS. If you want to try it on, great. And it just it puts a whole nother spin and perspective on all these brands. Well, it shows you how important presentation is in mm-hmm. like the entire marketing game, right? Yeah. Like, and, and when you, you know, you hear about, for example, uh, when Eddie Slamane took over at Yves Saint Laurent and they did the entire rebrand, they, they dropped the YSL, they went Saint Laurent Paris. He redid every single retail store. It's all black and marble and chrome and mirrored and everything like that. And he's he he's setting up the entire like visual exp- and and tactile experience for you, mm-hmm. so that when you walk in, you feel luxury. When you walk into a UAL store, there is no sense of luxury. Mm-mm. So that's what it's kind of that's what it's kind of like ripping out. What I think it makes it, uh, uh, you know, I. I feel like it makes it, it, it we're, we're, we're in the thick of sales season right now, right? I've got like 20 different tabs open. I want stuff from all sorts of different stores. And it's like, it, 
it'd be great to get all of that into a little presentation in and UAL right on plastic hangers on <clears throat> shitty rounders right. surrounded by nothing nice right in bright fluorescent light to like really boil down what you like and what you just want because of how it's being presented to you right you see it online you're like ooh that jacket is so dope. It's yeah. got to be so nice. It's $1,600. It's styled well. It's expensive. Right. The photography is good. Exactly. Get yeah. that thing on a rounder at UAL and get your hands on it. And then you can really decide, Yeah, yeah. is that really worth it? Do I want this or can I get something else or two other things? I mean, that Greg Lauren jacket mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was beautiful. Yeah. And it's distressed, so it's not like pristine, but that's what he wants. But it is, the stitching, everything is incredible. Yeah. Uh, the the store locations just quickly are Nashville, Tennessee, Brentwood, Tennessee, New Orleans. Uh, maybe you can help me with this city in Louisiana. M- Met Metairie. 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 Mm-hmm. It's basically New Orleans. Okay. Uh, Austin and Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I think so. It's a, based it's a small southern chain in Hattiesburg. Okay, which is very random. Yeah, uh, but there are probably there's I'm sure that in, in multiple big cities there are similar apparel liquidators like this i i would imagine have you made a purchase yet ashley did um so that's another funny fact um the the every time i'm in there i'm trying on women's pants (laughs) (laughs) okay here's why (laughs) they've got the waist size for me yeah okay you know yeah and they're nice they're really cool pants brands i've never heard of because i don't shop women's clothing until now Uh and um almost copped some really dope, distressed women's jeans, and I just didn't do it. it they were too flared at the bottom. Okay, they were yeah. cropped like those. John are Hills. you have, are you having any trouble with the rise? Because that's always where the women's pants differ. Is that in the crotch and the rise? Yeah, I like a tight crotch. You like? Lo- <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would prefer a tight. See, I would like with these Levi's. Uh-huh. Like the crotch is just fucked. But I just bought a pair of Levi's, and by the way, they make a twenty-six waist now. Wow. And I bought them. They're tight. Yeah. But they fit. How did they compare to uh, some of your pants from Free People? <laughs> <laughs> some of my tops from Free People? <laughs> Listen, if it fits and it looks good, I'm wearing it. So, uh, no, I haven't purchased anything, but Ashley got this really nice denim jacket for 15 fucking dollars. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Normally it, like it, three something. It, they, again, it's a liquidator. So... Another thing to keep in mind here with this discussion is that they don't have, they're not, they're they're not usually getting like the top pieces from a lines collection. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's one offs, it's random, it's some of the stuff that didn't move very well at regular retail. Every once in a while, you'll find a hidden gem. I've popped in numerous times. It used to be on South Congress, but I've been to the one uh, there on Second Street a few times as well, and there's been interesting stuff. Never something that I was willing to buy right, you know, right off the rack, though. Either because it wasn't in my exact size Mm -hmm. or it wasn't perfect or, you know. What you're talking about, though, if you can can make it to these types of places once a week and really, and like be there for first choice of the stuff that they're getting in, I think the, uh, that, that's how you really find the diamonds in the rough there. I'm going to find something. I'm confident. Yeah, you will. You, will you know eventually. what they have a shit ton of is Vetmont shoes. Really? They're all over the place. <laughs> okay. And they're terrible. <laughs> and it's not surprising. They're horrible. Uh, let's see. What else? The Bachelor begun. 
Begun. Begun? Began? Began? Oh, jeez. Sorry. The Bachelor began on Monday night. Are you are you in on this season uh, yet, I'm Phil? Not. No? No, I can't convince you? How how far are we in? It's, it's the first episode. Okay. Monday. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Just skip the first one. The first one was three hours long. It's way too long anyway. Yeah. I've got so much stuff to watch. Yeah, well, no, you don't. Yeah. Get, get, get in on this Monday night tradition. Okay. Anyways, Peter, he's a lovely guy. He's a pilot. He works for Delta Airlines. And like many a bachelor before him, he's a leather jacket guy. <laughs> Likes the leather jackets. It's okay. It's fine. True I, he, pilot. True pilot. True pilot. Yeah, there's this There's this one, you know, he's getting in like a little prop jet. He's got the aviators on and yeah. a leather jacket. It was very, uh, very cliche, but but well done. Props to ABC and the production team over there. Um, he is favoring a moto style rider currently in brown leather. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wanted to hit on this for a couple of reasons. One, be careful with brown leather jackets. Because the brown doesn't hide the quality of the leather as well as black does. Uh huh. Very true. I've seen black, like vegan leather jackets that look like the real thing. Uh huh. At least from five, six, ten feet away. Right. And it's not till you where you get up and, and feel it that you're like, oh, this is not real leather. With the brown, even some of the stuff that's real leather but lower quality looks like borderline fake. And that's what that's what I that's the main thing that I'm noticing with his brown leather rider is like I'm pretty sure it's real leather because I don't think that the ABC wardrobe people would put him out there in mm-hmm. in in pleather, basically. Right. But they're also I, I they're also not going to put him out there in a five thousand dollar Tom Ford leather jacket either because he's in he's this is appealing to all of America. They don't want to make him some pompous doof out there. He, he's got to look kind of, you know, all American. Yeah, right? relatable. But just, just be careful if you're picking brown, because it just the you you can because it's lighter. You read the leather more, and so you can you can just see the differences in quality more. The second thing with these rider jackets, with these rider style leather jackets. They're based off of, you know, shot perfectos, right? Which were made for riding motorcycles. And as such, the original jackets are really cropped and they have a belt around the waist to like cinch everything up. A lot of modern rider leather jackets keep that detail. Some of them are removable. Some of them are not. I won't, I won't buy one of these things if that belt on there is not removable. Yeah, I agree. And if it's a floppy looking belt down there, you're never going to buckle that thing. No. And if it's hanging out, flopping around, it looks it looks goofy. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing for for anybody hunting, shopping for a leather jacket. Be careful of that belt down there. It's one of the my. It's one of the reasons why the Saint Laurent L 2 is like my is just the all time perfect leather jacket because it doesn't even it doesn't even mess with the belt. That's it right. doesn't even come. Hey, with there's it. John Elliott. And the John El- and the original John Elliott rider just gets rid of that belt too. Another thing I don't like about the shot um, in several jackets like this is that's, they ha- that's S C H O T T. By the way, that's that's uh-huh. the brand that we're saying. It's like the shot is the original manufacturer of the leather perfecto, which all which is the 
inspiration for all leather the cornerstone rider jackets yeah rider jackets is it has it has at the bottom the back where it hits your lower back has that like plate oh that big yeah that big kind of padded chunk that's for riding a motorcycle yep like and i'm just out on that yeah i don't want it to look like i'm i just hopped off the bike yeah unless of course you do especially as we especially like as we kind of fade away a little bit from the whole like from the peak of kind of the saint laurent eddie slamain amiri couples like skinny rock star look Mm -hmm. as that kind of fades and and gets replaced by other things you you want those details to be like toned down Mm -hmm. you want it to be a little more subtle a little bit more classic a little bit more timeless and not so not so kind of practical yeah yeah, not so kind of crazy and, and, and out there. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's my that's my quick note. Bachelor, okay. bachelor style. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll just send you some clips. Yeah, that I'm was, just, that's good. Uh, how about that. th- I'm just going to watch and then I'll just, I'm just going to text you my live stream of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so that uh, so that you can keep up with us here. It's going to, you know, it's going to be a good season. The, uh, they always the, are. The most dramatic of all time is what Chris Harrison is saying. The most dramatic? Well, you know, it's always it's always the 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 description is always hilarious because they come up with new ways to say it's it's never been seen before. Ah, like this year, yeah, it's the most dramatic of uh, we've ever had. Let me guess, somebody quits and walks off. It's the most blank we've ever had. Yeah, so yeah, you know, it's it's part of it. It's funny. Um, another music note, by the way. I was knocking around on Spotify and I decided, you know, Latin music really having a moment here. Mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of cross pollination, speaking of the bees as well, just to really tie this whole thing all Good together. Good job, um, <laughs> We got Bad Bunny, we got Daddy Yankee, a lot of Urbano, a lot of Latinx music, just, just uh, Latin music is just hot right now. Mm-hmm. What, what, what else can I say? I went back and I put on the 2001 album Laundry Service by Shakira Shakira. <laughs> Great album. Very good. Is it? Almost 20 years old. It's holding up very well, I would say. It also has way more hits than you remember. Everybody remembers Whenever, Wherever. Uh-huh. But it's, it, it, I, was, I just listened to that album and I was like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. I remember this song. Great album. I had to Google Shakira to see what she's up to. I needed to know how old she was as well. I didn't have a good feeling for like how old she was when in 2001 when that album came out she is in her 40s i believe early 40s mm-hmm. younger than jlo but what i learned is that she is a guest on jennifer lopez lopez's super bowl halftime show absolutely she is we're getting shakira J-Lo's very in soon po- in a few weeks i could not- just realize that she's on the halftime yes, show yes i couldn't be more pumped about this <laughs> come on i'm a huge shakira fan she was on 60 Minutes this past weekend. Was she really? You got to watch it. What were they talking to her about? Her life. I, Super Bowl. Yeah. Fascinating story, I'm sure. It is. She's married to, oh, damn it, that dude that's, uh, he's on, I guess, is he on Barcelona? He's a Spanish footballer. Oh, yeah? That makes sense. She, the hell's his he, name? She should be married to a footballer. Yeah, so real, real power couple there. Sweet. Not Lionel Messi. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Some other dude. Yeah, I would know that. Yeah, that was, we'll get that was the freeze on here for that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so just a quick, just, just, just wanted to throw that out there. It's another thing I just, I, I discovered excited, right? in our, in our time away from the, uh, from the pod. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm excited about that halftime bill. What Jennifer but, Lopez, Shakira, who else? Who I else? don't know. That's it. That those are the two. No, I'm sure there's others. I know, but that's that's those who's being billed right now. Those are the headlines. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, give me Jennifer Lopez and Shakira the whole time. That's fine with me. It'll be good. It'll be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. I just, you know, J Lo has never sung a song live in her life. That's yeah. I I mean, I can't vouch for that, but I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on record. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be some lip singing, but it'll be very entertaining. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, we can pivot from there to the Golden Globes. I didn't like J Lo's dress at the Golden Globes. She just basically wore a big bow. Dude, wasn't a fan. How of about it. the girl that is um, Shiv on Succession? Do you see her dress? Yeah, she people had to walk around her like orbit. It was huge, right? It was incredible. I liked that one though. Oh man, that no? was too big. You weren't a fan? I wasn't. I just don't understand it. Did you Did you watch the whole Golden Globes? Pretty much. I thought it was the most entertaining. We talked about this on OCC. Yeah. I, I thought it was the most entertaining award show I've ever watched. It's the best award show. It always is the best, but this was the... the I, I watched the entire three hours. Yeah. I was never once bored. No, I agree. Uh, Ricky Gervais's monologue was l- l- incredible. He is the best host of all time. Yeah. I mean, no, now Billy Crystal, like when he hosts, what was it, the Oscars or mm-hmm. the Grammys? Oscars. Those are great. But Ricky is just... God, I, I, that's like my type of humor. I love that shit. He's so funny. He is the best ever, at least the best I've ever seen of like roasting famous people. Man, and he's so good. And 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 they, everybody at this point is semi in on the joke. Yeah. So they all act like they don't like it, even though they understand that Ricky basically is one of them. You know. Right. And he, but he he goes in there and he doesn't pull punches, and he just flames them, and it's. Awesome. Uh, I love every minute of it, especially when they show the people that are tr- trying to be like stone face. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just laugh. It's hilarious. Yeah. The, what really got me is that Felicity Huffman joke when he said that <laughs> his license plate was made by her. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was very good. Oh, man, I enjoy that. And it, the, the setting, what makes that show so good is that it's so, it's not informal by any means, but there's not like a lot of seat fillers in there. It's not a big auditorium. It's intimate. Everybody's at, at a table with Everybody's drinks. drinking. Yes. Um, there were some cutaways of Jay-Z at his table with Beyonce, and uh-huh. like it was it was either going to or coming out of commercial. And he's just... Jay-Z's hair is great right now, right. by the way. I love the, the grown-out look. And he's just sitting there, perfect tux, and he's pouring the moe at, every, at that table with Beyonce. Incredible. It's just such a Can good, you imagine? It's just crazy, yeah, to, to see. Once we get this thing you know, out there to the globe. We're uh-huh. going to be sitting in one of those tanks. That, that's probably true. You yeah. see Jason Momoa in the tank top? Of course. Awesome. <laughs> love, By the way, love his, Momoa. Uh, his girlfriend, is it his girlfriend or his wife? Wife. Lisa Bonet. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is Kravitz's mom. Yes. They look like they could be sisters. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Her and Zoe Kravitz, right? Zoe yes. So Zoe Kravitz is his stepdaughter. Right. Yeah. Which is wild as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they presented together. They did. Man, he's he's one of the only guys, maybe the only guy that could do the tank top under the tux jacket yeah. thing and just pull it off like that. Yeah, he 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 pulls it off. He he really does. Uh, speaking of Momoa, 
Uh-huh. Very long hair there. Yeah. But we had great long hair moments from Brad Pitt. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Ansel Elgort. The long hair was was definitely popping. But let's go back to Brad Pitt there. Because I, I was like, I, I was screenshotting stuff on Instagram and sending it to my stylist being like, how do they do this? Yeah. How does he get his hair like this? And then it stays mm-hmm. like that. Go look because go look. You can see that like the length of his hair, his, his the like the length of the front portions of his hair are long because you can see the strands go way yeah. back behind like his ear and yet that shit does not fall on his face. It does not move. It stays perfectly mm-hmm. coiffed and back like that. Coiffed. And I just I got to think that it's just it, it's it no less than 30 minutes of blow drying and then an entire can of hairspray. Is that right? I don't know. The, the I don't know how, they, how do they do it? How does he get it like that? Uh, you guys sometimes ask me for like my hair grooming regimen. It's utter shit compared to to whatever Brad Pitt is doing. I would hope so. He's for Brad those, Pitt. To, for those flowing locks. Good Lord. Man, he's aged well. That is that is long hair goals right there. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Ewan's, Ewan's was a little bit more practical, a little bit more achievable, I thought. It was kind of, you know, the, the thing about this, this length of hair is that... It, it's just kind of it, it's going to be greasy a lot of the time. It gets a little stringy, mm-hmm. you know. More hair, more hair oils. If I had your straight hair, I would grow it out. Yeah, further than what you have it. Let's go down. Keep it going. <laughs> you want to keep it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked him and uh, what did he called uh, LDC? LDC. This it, Brad Pitt was my favorite speech. Yeah, they had a good look to it. Just a classic tux. Both. Both of them, of them very classic. Uh, the a, a thing that has been very popular in Hollywood for quite some time. We've probably talked about it on this podcast at some point. Is that French placket? Right. Or, actually, that's not. It's not a French placket. It's a covered placket. Uh-huh. Yeah. But nobody does the studs. I was just about to say that. Nobody does if the studs. If you're thinking anymore. about wearing a tux with hardware, get rid of it. Yeah. I'll it's it. all just the covered up. Placket. And if it's not a placket, just don't put the hardware. Yeah. On. They, yeah. They just. Yeah. Even then, people don't. Yeah. Seem to be going the the very traditional stud uh-huh. route i think because I, I think a lot of that is because that got so associated with like your alice formal wear tux yeah like course. that like it, it just kind of bastardized the whole tradition of of the of the hardware of the comes in the little hard plastic mm-hmm. dump them out you lose one at least <laughs> yeah exactly what but did you, those cost they both looked good you lost one you remember they probably charged you like 25 bucks yeah I got to replace the whole set. That's what they tell you anyway. The set. Um, on the on the female side, I thought that up and comer Zoe Deutsch looked killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool dress, great hairstyle. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. I did not know she had it like that. <laughs> um, that was a. Uh, it, I understand if the dress is debatable. Whether you liked it or not, but she killed the look. Yeah, I thought she looked awesome. She got a really long um, applause too when she came out. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of the look. Now that's a show that we might have to talk about here on on this podcast. Is the new Goop show coming to Netflix? What? What is it? The, you know her it's just lo- Goop. It, it's called the Goop Lab. And what is it? I don't know. It's going to be a show like about trendy anything about, trendy about Gwyneth's lifestyle and and skincare line Goop. Huh. I'm actually not a big fan of Gwyneth personally. Why? Okay. Why is that though? Um. I don't, she just comes off really cold. And I've seen a couple of interviews with her where she 
um, will cut. She'll walk out of an interview. Yeah. very quickly. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I I generally agree with that, and I think that the whole her whole goop thing is it's all it's so bougie, it's so out of touch, it's so right. like only she would think this stuff is interesting. But over the years, that has basically turned into part of the brand. That's like it. it at one point, that was a knock. And now I think she's kind of embraced that piece of it, like how ridiculous her entire life and therefore her lifestyle brand is. And that's almost like what you're buying into now with mm-hmm. Goop is that it's, it's, it, you're, you're even, it's, it's not just luxury. It's like this absurdist kind of uber wealthy boho bullshit that you're buying, that you're, <laughs> that you're buying with it. Yeah. But there's something appealing about that. Well, so. I'm just know. I'm just putting I, I, it out I'm there. I'm not a big fan of her. She looked great though. She did. Uh Selma Hayek, yeah. obviously. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> no further comment necessary. No, that was something. <laughs> Any other looks that you that you liked from the Globes? Um, Margot. Yeah. What's her last name? Robbie. Man. Yeah. She is gorgeous. She ab- yeah. Yes. That is uh that is a fact. Really hot ross and i talked a little bit about this first this she is the first this is a relevant topic here so i'll I'll cover it if you listen to if you're a patreon subscriber over at occ too then i apologize for the uh the retread here but uh it's kind of what i'm calling it's a piece of the instagram effect our movie stars are starlets our females are kind of no, like they are no longer like the upper echelon of sexiness, mm-hmm. of hotness, mm-hmm. of of female beauty as perceived by society at large, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that is because we are so flooded and inundated with Instagram thoughts and Instagram models that are all basically, uh, you know, are are fitting this 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 mold of like the glamour model yeah right lots of curves lots of tone there, there's even been reports on something called instagram face which is basically like it's the whole like small nose big lips thing mm-hmm. which is it's like the look for instagram right now so it's even Yikes. so it's even like developing its own preferred aesthetic uh-huh. which is just kind of all eating itself but it by the way and i, I i'm not trying to sound uh chauvinistic here i'm 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 talking from like a very kind of broad perspective. Like this is what we are currently like being trained to think is hot. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas back in the day, it, it, it was all, it was starlets. It was Britney Spears. It was Jessica Simpson. It was movie stars. It was Kate Beckinsale. It was, you know, who still looks incredible, who still looks incredible. But, but like those were kind of our, our platonic ideals. All that to say, Margot Robbie, like transcends all of that. For sure. And is super talented and also incredibly good looking. Yeah. And so she's just And and uh, not know. like unnaturally good looking. No, no, very like like there's something yeah. earthy, natural. Uh-huh. Like it's just it's the whole thing is is yeah. great. Uh you know, just one more thing about her, she's Australian and uh you know, Australia is having a, a rough go of it uh-huh. currently. And uh, if you have any dollars to spare, I would recommend 
donating. We, we need to put up to Australia. On the, we need to put up where to put those dollars out. There's so many options. We need to find the best ones. So I've actually I've I've just started. It, it's it's not live yet, but I was thinking about getting a, together a little fundraiser on uh, classy.org, which is doing forest fundraising. Uh-huh. Every dollar plants a tree. You can choose where it goes. We can all we can all choose Australia. Okay. Uh, restoration of the forest is going to be very very important. It's really like my initial kind of knee jerk reaction is I immediately wanted to give to like animal rescue. Yeah. And animal animal <laughs> support. Um, but the long term kind of back half of that is that it, a billion animals are dead and the habitats are ruined. And rebuilding that is going to be equally as important as caring for the injured and the lost and 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 the uh, and the displaced. I don't know how many so, more um, koala videos I can take, dude. Yeah, uh, but um, but yeah, let's. Let, I'll, I'll show that to you okay. if you think it's a good idea. We can uh, we can post the link and, and try to try to plant some trees because I mean it's a small dent, but. Man, it's gonna. They're gonna need a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of help and and uh, a lot of resources. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, hate to end it on a sour note. <laughs> Back to celebrity news. <laughs> but um, oh, did, we we mentioned New Year's Eve. You talked about your boots and your trouser selection. Yeah. Did did you did you have uh, any any other wild stories from, from no, New Year's um, Eve? Was there anybody dressed like the weekend? <laughs> Not at this party. <laughs> no, no. There was uh, somebody got hit in the head with a chair by accident. Dance floor mishap. Wow. Yeah. Like a wrestling match. Yeah, but the guy picked like it up. They got over steel, it. Like they got steel chaired. And it was a steel chair. <laughs> it was picked it up over his head. It, it was gonna. I don't know what the hell he was doing, and it ended up hitting some chick in the head. She was fine. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was a great time. I, I love having something planned out for New Year's that you don't have to think about. Oh, it's it's brilliant. Oh, dude, and I, I behaved myself. It was open bar, and I only had a, a couple mixed drinks. Yeah. The rest was beer. Uh, usually on those things, it can get pretty out of hand. Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, pretty wily. Uh, any other missed notes here from our rundown? Oh, your geese aren't going to make it. Geese are look. Barney, Stand Barney, by. Barney's crapped out on you. Stand by. So I called them two days ago. You can't get anybody. The, they've shut down customer service. Uh, all that is left is a recording stating that you, if you want to reach their creditors, here's who you call. <laughs> Everything has been turned over to Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the message, it says you will receive either an order confirmation or an order cancellation by the 20th, I believe of January. Okay. So I'm not getting them. What? So, but you haven't had the cancellation yet. I haven't, but it's been weeks. It's been weeks. I'll tell you what. It's total bullshit, man. The, the, the end of Barney's has been sadder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. They went I, out on a very bad note for me. They went on a, out on a terrible note, and we were all we, we were all being vultures, right? Waiting for the sale to yeah. get better and better and better. I did not believe for one second that that sale was ending when they said it was going to end mm-hmm. because everything was at about fifty percent off. And I was like, "There's no way they have a shit ton of inventory to liquidate. 
They owe the creditors. Somebody's got to take over this in- inventory. They don't want to. They, they, that's that's so much random inventory. It's, yeah. It's off sizes. You don't have full size runs. So even if some, even if Saks bought some of it, it's like mm-hmm. you, you're gonna have no fill-ins. Like like what what are you doing here? That uh, some of it could end up at UAL, by the way, and and assorted other liquidators. Fantastic. But I was positive that that clock was gonna. Hit, tick down, hit the end, and they were going to be like, just kidding. It's going through the end of the January. Everything's 75% off now. Go. And I was just, you know, I was going to be like, man, you, wishful you, thinking, you know, riding in on my horse, just rounding up who yeah. knows what. The sitting man outfitter spirit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the clock hit midnight and Barneys.com started redirecting to Saks Fifth Avenue. Wow. Did it really? It was gone and i could not believe it and uh and that's it it, it's sad it's really sad and and yeah i i I was kind of i was a little upset that i didn't maybe buy one or two things that i had my eye on but now it's like oh dude who knows if i would ever even gotten it well what's has the the charge hit your card it hasn't okay and that's okay but What's you know? I got a guy in customer service on the phone before the holidays, and I was like, you know, it's been a week. I just want to make sure that it, it, you know, everything's cool. He's like, oh yeah, it's just getting prepped for delivery or prepped <laughs> for shipment out of the Madison Avenue location. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, I called yeah. Saks Fifth Avenue this last go around. They were like, we can't help you, man. Have you called the Madison location? I did. Okay. Guess what? What? Nothing. No Nobody's answer. Nobody's answering the phone. <laughs> I sat on hold for like twenty minutes. God. I just left it on the speaker. Nobody's well, answering the phone. Here's what you should do, Phil. Just get a plane ticket to yeah, New York right. and go go up to that Madison <laughs> Avenue store. Uh huh. Hand them your order confirmation and be like, "I'm here to pick up. My where order. are these at? Yeah, yeah. Point me where they're at, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If I get them, I'd be shocked. Yeah, and yeah. that really grinds my gears. Oof. I that that's the, that yeah that's that is a tough break because you got something you really wanted mm-hmm. for the price that you were looking for. Yeah, it and, wasn't just like, oh, wait a second. And now you're just hanging out what to dry. This? UPS. Oh, that's something else. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be something? Get <laughs> that, the confirmation that, email right here. Oh, air? right on the pod. God, that would be incredible. Okay. Uh, last thoughts. Anything we missed here? I uh, doubt it. We, yeah. we usually cover everything. Okay. Well, we'll be back uh, very soon next week to uh, you know to pick up where we left off to to hit anything that we missed. We didn't miss anything. We, we didn't, didn't miss, miss anything. Once again, with those spare Christmas dollars that you have, donate to Australia. Go support our sponsor. Get yourself some Bomba socks. And then if you have anything left over, come join us on patreon.com slash clubcool. $2 a month. I just put out a, a little, a, just a just a, a quick thing that I shot out just earlier uh, earlier this evening. Just a little, just a little note about sale season, stream of consciousness. And then I, I I gave you all the stores where I currently have tabs open and something in my cart. That's good. I like that. And and so it's it, because, you know, we covered Black Friday sales, bunch of new stores added here to this to this list that I put out. And everything is we're looking we're talking 50, 60 percent off That's good here stuff. at most of these. So, you know, it's good stuff. It's good stuff everywhere. It's good content. Very good. It's very good content, Phil. You can follow the podcast at Club Cool Pod, where you can hit us in the DMs and ask us questions and give us feedback and and uh, see cool see cool pictures and stuff. 
You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. Phil, where can we follow you? Uh, Instagram. Yeah. At P. Batag. Very good, sir. That will do it for the Club Cool podcast today, and we will see you all soon. Save the bees. <laughs>